constituency. They never can use interesting words. If their articles are about the heart, it must always be the Chef Boyardee version, gummy, indistinct, and vaguely gross. Being a newspaper reporter must be like being trapped in an elementary school cafeteria, eating canned green beans and blue jello off a scratched plastic tray for eternity. Newspaper reporters serve us this bland, grayish scoop of cultural phenomenon, even as they reject its validity to themselves as writers. Maybe they never had anything to say for themselves, so they don't feel the lack of it. Maybe they actually think that their mass consumption version is actually the truest version. As the newspaper article ends, I am left feeling bored, uninspired, and on the outside of something that has nothing to do with me. My team goes to the airport. Poets aren't wealthy. Our cheap flight is at the thong of dawn. I wake up earlier than I meant to, which is good, because apparently in the AM fives it takes me twenty minutes to brush my teeth. My three teammates and I text each other. We're awake, yes, we're all going to get to the airport, probably on time. There's a taxi ride in the cool blue darkness of I shouldn't be up yet. Bag gets checked. There's a line at security. What's up with that? I text my poets. At security, there's a line. Rookie, our rookie, is in line too. I see her a few rows down. She's so pretty, her long, straight brown hair flowing almost all the way to where her long, young legs begin the flowing all over again, waiting her turn. She's twenty. I have stretch marks older than she is. I'm reflecting on youth. How I should have pressed my fingers on my face every day, just to enjoy the feeling of my flesh bouncing back. When I get her text, I see you. You look beautiful. Wow, I sound creepy. One very good reason to be involved in Slam is the compliments. Another is the acceptance and even the embracing of awkwardness. We walk together to our gate and sit down across from it. Rookie's friends have all been getting married and having babies. There are a lot of young moms in our town. Rookie asks me, "Should I be thinking about getting married? I feel like I should be thinking about it." I tell her, "Dude, you can wait twenty years to get married, have a baby, and pick up a spare, no problem." She seems relieved. Unfortunately. I can't say anything else. Did I mention that I have laryngitis? I haven't had a voice for six days. Our first performance is tomorrow night. It's a problem. It's a concern. Our teammates T. Boz and K. Rock show up right before boarding. They are roommates. It's T. Boz's fourth National Poetry Slam and K. Rock's third. I'm boarding before the rest of them because I am old in the ways of the airlines, and I checked in last night. While I'm waiting in position B thirty-six, I look over to those girls. T. Boz's red hair is in an adorable single braid. K. Rock has long dark hair and has just shaved the side of her head to a quarter inch, 
which gives an overall effect of gorgeous slash badass. Why am I talking about hair so much? Because we are going to the National Poetry Slam to compete against 71 teams from across the country, and even our hair has a message. I think, I'm with those pretty girls. That's who I'm with. Jeanne d'Arc My light reading for the flight is Joan of Arc in her own words. It includes letters she wrote, or rather dictated to someone literate. There were also transcriptions of her trial proceedings. I'd always assumed she was schizophrenic, but psychosis doesn't usually lend itself to such clarity. Those voices of hers, leading her onward, leading her into battle. In my little satchel is a blue folder, creased exactly across the middle to fit in there. It holds itineraries.